You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the professional on the go. Let's get it. tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. You know, as usual with the weather report <laughs> out here in Northern Kentucky, it wasn't too bad. Um, it was a little bit of rain, very light, nothing too crazy. And again, I can only speak for myself and where I was located. I have no idea what it was like elsewhere in Kentucky, but it wasn't too bad, really. So the leading thought I want to go into with this particular podcast is the idea that tough times bring out the best in us. All right, so once upon a time, actually not once upon a time, it was like, what, four years ago, (laughs) I found myself in a very interesting situation. All right, this particular situation wasn't fitness related. It had nothing to do with my job or my work, per se. Um, I just found myself in a situation where I was living with someone or whether I was sharing an apartment with someone. Um, Both of our names were on the lease and things went south with this particular person and they just up and left, you know, like they just disappeared, which would be fine in all other normal conditions. But there's a small thing called the rent (laughs) and all of his cousins, you know, electric bill, water bill, you know, the whole family. And when you go from sharing the responsibility of something with someone to all of a sudden the whole thing being on you, that can be a little bit of a wake up call, especially when it's in the middle or towards the end, I should say, of the cycle. You weren't exactly planning this. So as you might guess, I was in a bit of despair. So this is during the time when I wasn't um, as well off and put together as I am now. So this put me in a huge state of panic and alarm. You know, I was still doing my personal training job. At the time, it was just a job. I was working at the big box gym. And so it wasn't, you know, everything to me at that point in time. But I remember, you know, realizing that all these things had to be taken care of. And that job wasn't paying me like it used to. You know, this is before I had the idea that I should leave that place. If I just thought of it sooner, right, I'd be in a different situation. But, you know, at this point in time, I wasn't there yet. And so I was sitting there and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm like, how the heck am I going to pull this off? And so I'm not going to lie to you like this definitely punched me in the stomach. It was one of those days where I didn't feel like doing anything because I realized I was about to lose everything, you know. And so I just remember sitting there thinking like, oh, my God, dude, like, what are you going to do? How are you going to pull yourself out of this one? And so let's talk about what happens when life knocks us down. So my situation and my story may not be the same as yours, but I guarantee there's been times in your life where life has punched you in the stomach and you were trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do next? You probably had other thoughts like, why did this happen to me? One of my favorite people to listen to is Les Brown. And he says something along the lines of when people say, God, why me? He says, who else would you rather it be? (laughs) And that's a very good question. I mean, when when we're going through tough times, we always think, man, why is this happening to me? I can't be the only one. Or why am I the only one? Why is my luck so garbage? And whatever words you choose to use, I'm sure it comes out something along those lines, you know. And it can be a very freaking interesting time you're at the bottom of the freaking hole looking up and feeling like there's no way you could ever reach the top you know and life keeps compounding all those complex activities and dramas on top of you 
Because you know when things happen, it doesn't just happen with the one thing. It seems like everything starts happening to you. You know, so it wasn't just the rent being due. It was the car thing I was dealing with. It was still owning a house in North Carolina that I was no longer living in. It was all these other things, trying to balance a divorce. It was everything happening all at once, you know? So it was definitely a challenging time. But um, what happens? Well, I can only tell you what I did, what I did when I found myself in this situation. So I have this policy that um, whenever tough times come, I don't try to run from it. I don't try to dodge the feeling of it. I don't try to do any of that. You know, I just let it hit me. <laughs> Especially at this point, we realize it's too late and there's no no wiggle room. You can't dip. You can't dodge. You can't duck. You can't pull it back. It's, it is what it is. You know it's coming. You can just brace for impact. And so, bam, it hit me. I crumbled a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I hit the floor like, oh, my God, dude. Like, what are you going to do? So the policy that I developed wasn't one of my own. I heard it from, I want to say it was maybe Tony Robbins or maybe it was Les Brown. But they had this thing where they said that uh, you just take 10 seconds, not even 10 seconds, 10 minutes. You give yourself 10 minutes to sit back and just say, dang, like this really happened. And you can sulk a little bit. You can go ahead and feel bad because that's part of it. You can't really dodge the feelings. It's not really good to put that crap off. So, bam, it hits like, shoot, man, like, oh, my God, this freaking sucks. I have no idea how I'm going to put myself out of this one. This is the worst it's been in a long time. And you sit there and you just sit in it. And then you're done. That's it. No more time thinking about it. You're done. The very next thing you have to do or the very next thing I did was, you know, start thinking, you know, start thinking. So what did I think about? Well, first, I had to believe that there was a way to get out of this thing. But no matter what the situation is, there's always a way out. I'm not dead. I'm very much alive. That means I still have hope. That means I still have a possibility. All right. The next thing I had to, you know, really sit back and think for myself is it's all right. You know, I had to really ground myself in a situation and realize it's all right. Life happens. Everybody goes through hard times. This doesn't make me less of a person. This doesn't even make me a bad person. It doesn't make me anything. This is just my story. This is just one of the things I have to go through. But the important thing is to realize that I, I can get through it. It's not something that I'm going to let beat me. And then really just figuring it out, you know, figuring out the things I could control, sitting back and reflecting on the different situations that I have been presented with around that time that could possibly help me out. Um, and, you know, it didn't all come together. It wasn't something where I just connected all the dots and I realized it would all work out. You know, it was one of those things where I just knew there was something I could do next. And sometimes that's all you have. Sometimes all you have is that next step. What can I do now? You know, you can't just sit there. You have to get up and do something, right? So Steve Jobs, one of my favorite people, he had this saying that you can't connect the dots looking forward. They can only be connected looking backwards. All right, so I may have paraphrased a little bit, but I thought that saying was perfect. Around this time, um, this is exactly what I needed to hear because I definitely needed to have faith. If you heard him give this speech where he talks about that particular phrase, he goes into talking about how you have to trust in your gut, your instinct, your God, your faith, whatever it is, and just know that it's going to work out. But it's really impossible for you to look forward and say, this is exactly it. You know, you just have to take those steps and trust and have faith. And that's exactly what I did. So in my particular story, in my situation, I had a mentor that had offered 
well, who gave me the opportunity to come do some work for them prior to this situation, before it even came up. And I remember I turned it down. I was like, yeah, yep, nope, I'm good. Now, this is before I knew <laughs> that this situation was right around the corner. I thought I was golden. You know, I was like, yep, nope, I'm good. Turned down that opportunity. Then another person that I was connected to, he uh, reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to come do some, um, what did he do? Well, he owned a couple of homes and he wanted to know if I would come help him do some work on them. And I turned down that opportunity too. Like, nope, I'm good. You know, I had another friend who had reached out to me, asked me if I wanted to help him clear out some space in their storage place. And I turned that down too. So all these opportunities were already in the air, but I turned them down thinking I didn't need them at one point in time. Well, wouldn't you know it, roughly a week or so later, and all these things came around the same time. So I found myself like, oh shoot, I have a plan. I have a way to get some money. I have a way to pull this thing off. Now I needed about $1,200. Needed about $1,200. (laughs) And so I went to work. I called all these people. Um, I went and I did all these different jobs I'd never done before. I'd never worked in the garden before this point in my life. Never in my life. I went and I did that work. I did that. I took care of uh, quite a few things. Quite a few things. And I pulled it off. Like, I pulled it off. And I remember, you know, all those days, it was a lot of long hours because I was still doing my, my gym job. I was still doing my regular job, like my other job. So I was doing, I was working more than overtime, but I needed to pull this thing off. I needed it. Because like I said, I had more than one responsibility at that point in time. I was all over the place. And sleep was not important to me right then in that moment. I figured I could sleep later. So I was willing to sacrifice. I was willing to sacrifice and I had to have faith. And so I guess the overall question that I have for you guys, when you get punched in the stomach and you feel like you're down, what do you do to help yourself bounce back? Do you go into woe is me and just crumble and fade away and just let life happen to you? Or do you look around for the opportunities, take action on what you can, Have faith that the rest will fall in place and sacrifice a little bit of comfort so that you can get the things you really need. Because that's what I had to do. If I had to tie this into the gym, it wouldn't be very hard. You know, there are times in the gym when people come to me and they're training and the situation gets intense. Now, the great thing about the gym is that stress we can control. That stress that, you know that we put on ourselves so that when situations occur outside of our control, we're not as, you know, worse off as someone else. And not even someone else. We're not as worse off as we could have been had we not properly prepared. Just like an astronaut that trains before they go to space. They have no idea what it's really going to be like. But once they go through all their training and they find themselves in a situation, it pays off. Being in the military, same story. So I like to think that in the gym, those opportunities come as well. When you stress yourself out, you put yourself through physical duress. And then when life punches you in the stomach, it's not as bad. Excuse me, I had to drink some water. <laughs> it's not as bad. Um, you're, you're equipped with the mental capacity to handle it. You know that you've been through hard times before. Maybe not this particular situation, but your brain is already adapted to the idea that I've been stressed before and I've overcome it. The important thing is not to lose your head in the process and let all of your bad thoughts get the best of you because they're going to come. They're going to come. We just have to prepare ourselves. All right, so... Yeah, that apartment story, man, that's one I keep tucked away for hard times. 
<laughs> Definitely keep it tucked away. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, if I can encourage you guys to do anything, you know, remember that you've been through hard times before and you survived. So I have no idea what your situation is and what you're going through. But if you're going through anything, you're trying to figure out how to make it work. Just know it's possible. All right. Hope you guys have an awesome week. Hope you guys have an awesome day. And if you enjoy this show, please follow us on Facebook. I'll leave the uh, address in the description. And, you know, visit the website, 3pfitnessllc.com. Look forward to hearing from you guys. And as always, keep pushing because your greatness awaits. Mm-hmm.